Hi guys, it's Naya here. And Tuli. And this is Rant Much for another ranting session about, you know, the various topics that we love talking about. Um, so today, before we jump in, as always, Tuli, how you doing, sis? I'm doing really, really well. I feel like we need to have a check-in question. Um, I was listening to Keem's uh, podcast the other day, Queer Plus, Queer Plus Like Us. If you haven't checked it out, go Ooh. check it out. Um, and Do it he, now, right And now. one of his... Do it right now. Like after this episode, though, don't stop our episode for him. <laughs> but yeah, <finish> <laughs> um, one of the questions he asked, uh, uh, one of his guests was, uh, what color is your life right now? And I feel like that's such Ooh. a profound question. But I feel like ours should be, um, if we were to look at your life in the past week, what would you call that chapter of your life? <laughs> Not this week. Not of all the weeks you could have picked, honestly, y'all. Um, okay. I mean, we have to split it up into weeks because when we when we check in, it's like, how was your last week, right? So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, what would yeah. you title the last week of your life? Yeah. It's. Just, I only say that because this past week was actually really crazy. Um, so I would say, emotions one hundred and one. Get ready for the ride. That would be the chapter. Okay. What about you? Okay. Uh, mine would be anxiety is a dirty liar. Okay. I literally have been fighting my anxiety, um, on a very, very, very deep and spiritual level. Um, also just finding out and realizing that anxiety is a liar. Um, you know, and how my, my anxiety plays out is it makes me like obsessed over the smallest things. It makes me really like physically ill and like nauseous. And I just Mm. don't want to wake up. I don't want to start the day because I just know in my gut that everything is going to go wrong and I'm going to have a terrible day. Mm. Um, Yeah. And I think my job is relatively new, but not really. Like I'm not in the space where I'm still nervous about work. Do you know what I mean? But still every day, my anxiety will tell me I'm going to mess up this whole day. I'm going to make a huge, colossal mistake that's unfixable. And then I get so nervous just to go to work. And I forget how much I love my job and how much I enjoy where I'm at. Uh, am I where I want to be in life? Absolutely not. But there's no reason for me to be anxious about my day-to-day job. You know, yet I am every single day. So, yeah, this week has just been really fighting my anxiety. Um facing it head on, waking up, even though my heart is about to literally fall out of my ass every day. Uh, but I go <laughs> and I move. So yeah, that's what my week has been. And that's the chapter yeah. of my life. Uh, anxiety is a dirty liar. I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I mean, I can say I hope it gets better, but I, I know I'll be around here whether it's good or bad. We got this, you know? Um, yeah, we got this. We'll we got this. Why is um, your chapter emotions one hundred and one? Huh. 
So my, the beginning of my week was like really emotional and I felt like there was no end in sight for like my tears or my pain. Like I felt like, um, I closed the chapter on a relationship recently and it really just took me like Mm. out because this person meant a lot to me. Um, and so what I had to realize was closing the chapter on that part of y'all's relationship is not the ending of your relationship in general. Right. So it's just that facet. Um, and I also had to realize like I, my own anxiety started to pick up and I also have, uh, my anxiety does kick up very easily, very strongly. And that was something I had to learn recently was like, between the abandonment issues and your anxiety, this is not going well, sis. Um, so that's something that I'm working out and all of those traumas that come with that. But what I learned was I have this constant feeling in my head that, not really in my head, whether it's conscious or subconscious, I think it's more subconscious of like, I feel like everyone around me could leave at any time. And they have nothing to hold themselves here. They just could leave. There are a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. personal background stories behind why that is a thing and something, again, that I'm working through and I'm trying to work through. Um, but in my head, I always have to remind myself, like, a lot of times the people you meet, most of the people you meet, the reason why you met them was sometimes A, for a lesson, sometimes for a lifetime. And then, you know, like, the ones who are meant to stay will stick around. But more importantly than that, for the most part, most of the people that you meet have no reason to, you know, connect to you besides wanting to connect to you. Like, if me and this person mm. hadn't met the way we did, we would have never met each other, you know, type thing. Um, and that's okay, because when you really think about it, how many relationships can you probably say that about in your life? And it's probably going to be a lot of them. Like, the reason why y'all are still in contact with each other is because you want to be in contact with each other. There is actual intention behind it. Right. Um, so as long as the intention is there, the anxiety should cease to exist to some degree because you know that the both of you will make an effort. So there is no reason to feel like, oh, this relationship is now gone entirely. Um, so it mm. was a roller coaster because it was like all of that was happening in internally right and then outwardly i started getting all of these opportunities have started dropping from the sky uh, whether it's been like me finding the right people at the right time and we're just linking or job opportunities are coming mm. to me like all of these things started happening and <laughs> it's funny because my roommate was like it always is when all of your professional life is going well that like your love life and everything oh, yeah. starts falling apart. Yeah. And I was like, this is a Absolutely. sick mind fuck. Who thought this was okay? <laughs> and I was just like wailing because of that too. Cause it's like, I want to, I have all these things I want to tell this person and I'm not talking to them right now, you know? So it was yeah, like that too. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of what it was, but I can totally, I can totally, totally relate. Like, um, I was talking about my, my very weird friendship breakup last week that I didn't even know happened, but happened. Yeah. Um, and then this past week, I also have two friends who I love so dearly that I, not that it's over, but I can definitely feel a distance between us yeah, yeah. and I'm not too sure what to do about it. Um, I, I'm just not too sure. And it's, it, it's just mounting my anxiety even more like. I know our lives are different. Yeah. I know our lives are busy and all three of us have different things going on. But I just feel like I'm missing out on the best parts of their lives 
they are doing like amazing things, be it in their personal lives or in their careers. And I just feel so left out, but I don't know what to do when my messages aren't being responded to. Yeah. I don't know what to do when you're not picking up my calls. I don't know what to do when I'm no longer invited to huge moments in your life. And I don't know what that means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what it means. And it's a weird thing, man. I think the sub chapter of my life would be like, you're you're not invited because <laughs> i just been, i've just been feeling like i'm not invited like yeah. i've just been feeling like there's just no more room for me in some people's lives and it's so hurtful it it just it breaks my heart honestly and and i don't know what to do about it but you know i guess i'm learning that people are allowed to not choose you and I, it's yeah. something that we touched on in the friendship breakup episode like people are allowed to say like i don't want to do this anymore nah or say they want to do yeah. it and then weeks later or months later or days later say, actually, this isn't it for me. Like, I'm allowed to change my yeah. mind, which is also mind boggling. It's like when we're talking about relationships and someone up and decides, I don't want to do this anymore. What do you do then? Like, mm. you have no choice but to respect that person's decision. But yeah. it's also like, OK, but my feelings, I, I still want to do this. So what do I do? You know, type thing. Yeah. yeah, really sucks. But I mean, that is relationships for you people like people are complicated we are intricate complicated human beings i also had an issue with like my health this weekend and i just forgot how complicated human beings are like your emotions play a sure. lot into whether you feel like eating or whether you want to eat or whether how much you eat right and then the food that you yeah. eat also stems into how you feel. And it's this weird cyclical mm. cycle that I'm still figuring out myself, um, as we talked about in the Body Positive um, episode of just like, I'm still figuring out this food thing. Like, it's it's really weird, especially when you're on your own. You have to cook for yourself 25-7. So if you don't cook mm. or you don't make something, you're not eating. And you got to eat so yeah so if you have any tips let your girl know um but yeah this kind of goes into in a weird awkward way expectations goes into what we're talking about today so for those of you who have been <laughs> wondering this whole time i mean you all can see the title but um we are talking <laughs> they about, know what we're talking y'all know about. what we talk about okay uh, but nah, for real, this week we are talking about those unrealistic expectations that you have about maybe your relationship or relationships in general for those of us who are single people out here and still trying to figure it out for those of us on that side of the spectrum. So Tuli, please tell me what are some, for you people who have been in a relationship and been rocking this boat for a minute, y'all been uh, driving the ship. What exactly were some unrealistic <laughs> social media dating standards that you've had to uh, come across? And did you overcome them? Or are you still like, I still want that? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even a just with single people. I think when you are in a relationship, this actually came up. I was, Aria and I went out to dinner with um, this new couple, uh, a new new couple friends of ours on Friday night. And we were talking a lot about like how not only social media, but conversations with our girlfriends uh, kind of infiltrate our expectations of romantic relationships yeah. and our expectations of what a man is supposed to be and do in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Yeah, so there are myths like we we spoke about in the first episode of the series, but they are like so many huge social media things that I think really need to be pierced into and unpacked. And also things that our girlfriends say and uh, plant in our minds, Sometimes you know. Sometimes not even consciously um, There's so much. Either. Absolutely, not even. And I think for me, the biggest ones have been like the role that a man is supposed to play in your life financially, mm, right? Definitely, um, definitely. That, that for me has been the biggest unrealistic uh standard and i call it twitter standards because if you are on twitter my my dear it's everywhere it's everywhere my dear i mean i find it most suffocating on twitter but you are right it is everywhere but um twitter will have you believing lies about your relationship because if your nigga does not take you to cape town and he is not planning a trip to europe for you on your birthday and he's not buying you a louis vuitton and you're not on a yacht on your anniversary then he does not love you and he he ain't shit basically is what if he don't social pay all media your bills, tries to tell us he ain't doing it right yeah <laughs> no 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 if he didn't build you a house with his own hands, <laughs> with his own hands. and it is yeah, yeah, and it must be a minimum of six bedrooms. Gotta be, because you and, know you're gonna have kids, um, and the kids need to have their own space, and your shoe closet yeah, needs yeah, to have its own room, too, while you at it. Absolutely. <laughs> and it must be fully furnished, and oh you must also be dripping in Louis Vuitton and Gucci. <laughs> Otherwise, he's just not, he's just not the one. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that so, into you, sir. Sorry. Like, he's just not that into you. He's not that into you. And there's this new thing, like, we're talking about where, like, you know, we always tweet this thing of, like, uh, my love language is not needing to ask. <laughs> like, you must just know. You must just you know need to be what a I psychic, want okay? when I want it. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. It's a new standard now. Love it. So Love I it. think it can be so toxic. Social media can be so toxic to our relationships. And I experienced that in the beginning of my relationship. Not even in the beginning, like very much in the in the middle and in the thick of it. And even from time to time, five years later. Yeah. I dated a student when I was a student. And <laughs> I don't really know what my expectations were. <laughs> I'm a student. He's a student. We both broke out here. Like, we are both broke <laughs> and so my nigga taking me to kfc is great <laughs> is fantastic when i'm a student do you know what i mean yes. and i literally would have friends be like he's taking you to kfc he doesn't respect you oh why doesn't he try harder i mean my first date with my boyfriend i had a car and he came to pick me up for our first date mm-hmm. and the very first thing he says to me is we're going to be taking a taxi. I hope that's okay with you. Like, I hope that's fine with you, but I don't have a car and I'm just going to be, and he was so anxious about letting me know that he doesn't have a car to drive me. We're taking a taxi. And I easily could have been like, my car's right behind you, nigga. Let's go. (laughs) We'll just take my car. But I was like, you know what? He had planned this date out. He had thought about it. He imagined how it would go down. You don't want to crush his ego when he was right there. He already anxious. Like, (laughs) exactly, exactly. So I'm, I was like, I'm just going to honor the vision that you had for this date and we're going to go and we're going to take a taxi and we're just, we're going to go. And I remember telling my aunt and my cousin about this first date and they said, that's unacceptable. (laughs) My aunt said to me, if he was taking out 
the president's daughter, for example. Like, if he had met the president's daughter at school, he would not have taken her on a taxi. It's clear that this man is not showing up. It's clear, and he's showing you on the first date. Oh, Lord. And so all of that starts to swirl in your mind, and I'm like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's he the needs thing. To do better. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to do better. That You know, he's right. You're right. You're right. And and yeah. I think we all get there. We all we all allow social media, our friends, our families, other women in our lives, other spaces in our lives to convince us that actually he should be doing more. And yeah. we never take into context his context. He is a student just like you. If you cannot afford a Louis Vuitton for yourself, what makes you think that he can afford it when y'all are on the same level? Yeah. Unless you're dating a 40-something-year-old man and that's what you're into. And if that's what you're into... You go, girl. <laughs> Kudos to you. But some of us actually want to grow and and build and and establish ourselves with our partners in life. Yeah. I don't want someone who's already established. I want to grow with someone. I want to Amen. to grow up with someone. Amen. There are so, some basic foundations, so yeah. but I agree. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, I am not looking for the final production. You know, like I'm not looking for the final mm. piece. I want to grow. I'm not ready for that yet. Okay. So if I'm not Absolutely. my final stage and I, I am a firm believer that we never get to our final stage, but I'm not the woman that I'm going to be just yet. I'm still, I like to say I am, um, the girl still turning into the woman. I'm not the full form mm. woman yet. Um, and so I expect similar, but there are some basic respect things that I need. Um, but I'm very similar in the fact that, I mean, as you said, like we all go through this social media aspect and I've literally had guys on dates be like, I'm so same way that rear was, which is like, I'm so sorry that like, I don't have this, that, or another, we can't go out this week because I don't get paid this week. And I was like, bruh, I get paid every week. I have three different jobs. I can just pay for the date. Like, it's okay. And they're mm-hmm. like, but I was raised to, you know, always take the guy out. But you take it. We've been on four dates now. And of them, <laughs> you've paid for all of them. And in some cases have literally cooked for me. I think it's okay if I take this one for the team. Like, I think yeah, we're okay. Yeah. Like, the score wouldn't be even even, for even with me paying for this one date. Um, so I think I'm very similar in that regard. Like, I don't. I'm not a very superficial person. Like, it would be great mm. if I had a guy who would buy me flowers and every once in a while buy me food and take me here and we do that. Like, me and my roommate talk about it all the time. Like, we both are really big on memories. So, like, if you want to take me yeah. to a location, that is so much more, like, appealing to me than us going out and spending a lot of money on an object like i can buy my own objects i can pay my own bills Mm. but if you want to just buy a coffee and we go walk around a cute little park and you want to take pictures or just want to sit on a bench and talk that is me all day very wholesome very you know all the way thought out but i don't know like i feel like the one thing we don't really talk about for real, for real, on my social media is like, I just want a nigga to talk to. Like, I, yeah. you never know how much you need somebody to talk to until you're literally talking to somebody and you're like, wow, you're actually listening to mm. me and you're actually asking me questions about myself. Yeah. This is really nice. This is like really yeah. nice. So I don't care about anything else. You That's see what me, you respect you me, you hold space for me. Those things exactly. count 
so much. So much more than any bag or anything else could. But if, and I want to know, like, I want to know your fears and your deepest thoughts. And I want to know the weird, crazy thoughts that you have going on and all of, all of the things that you're like, oh, that's totally awkward. She would never want to know. No, I want to know. I want to know all of it, okay? Because with me, you're going to get all of it because I don't have a filter. So <laughs> you have to learn to do the same <laughs> thing back for me, okay? So that is kind of yeah. where I'm at. It's like the unrealistic dating standards just don't appeal to me. And they never have. I guess that was the other thing, too. Is like I was never big on media as a kid, like mainstream media. I mean, I was... I was sheltered as a child. So part of that is the fact that quite literally I wasn't allowed to be anywhere near any of mainstream media. Um, but then when yeah. I got older, I just had no appeal for it. But I mean, let's be real. Let's be honest. We are grown women. Yeah. You know, we are growing women. So yes, having someone see me, love me, listen to me, that, that is important. That's the bare minimum. That, that's the beginning. But yeah. let's be real for a second, okay? It is nice to have a nigga have certain financial means to help you out when you are in a conundrum, like when you are in a bind. It is nice to have a man who can make a plan. You know, we have a huge thing in South Africa where the saying goes, there are many sayings that go because women are just being a lot more um, outspoken about what a man must do. Why? Because men have been telling us who we must be and what we must do Ooh, for the longest time. Amen. So women are like, you know what? Welcome to the field. Indo de my bene plan. You know? <laughs> Indo de my bene plan, which means a man must have a plan. Okay? We I cannot get a man who is going to ask me, like if I say, Yo, babe, I haven't eaten all day. I don't need a man who's gonna ask me, Yo, babe, so what you gonna do now? No. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I need Facts. an Uber Eats. On my on the way. I need you to be to asking me, what, me some what, what do you what do you have a taste for? What are we going to eat? Exactly. Okay? What do you feel like? What are you craving? Facts. Okay. So I think let's also be real. Like we, we we need we are at a place in our lives where we need men to step up Amen. in certain Amen. ways. Okay. So in that vein, <laughs> you need to be able to. I got you. So the prime example. Yeah. I'm <laughs> y'all are about to get so many like cultural references. I'm so sorry. Um, I've been watching Moesha, which is like so '90s brandy, everything, all things '90s. Yeah. Y'all, look, y'all. I, I made our theme song based off of our '90s love. Like that. You're not gonna get away yeah. from my yeah. favorite decade. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm watching a TV show. And sis goes, do you want to take me out or not? And he's like, yeah, so where do you want to go? And she goes, uh-uh, see, I brought us this far as your turn. And I've never felt a Thank you so much in my life. I've literally had to plan out dates for men. Why am I planning out yeah, our first yeah. date? If I'm not only coaching you into how to talk to me and also what we're doing and where we're going. Oh, so you want to go on a date? Yes, Negro, I want to go on a date. And I want you to tell me where we're going. Make a plan. And what time you're picking me up. Make, make it clear. What do make I need it, to be wearing? Don't ask have me. Have a plan. Tell Let's me. go. Where are okay? we going? Because if we have that connection, I'm not going to think it's rude. I'm not going to think it's disrespectful. If I actually feel comfortable with you, I'm just going to think, Oh, he's assertive. Oh, he's confident. Oh, he knows what he's doing. Don't make me have, don't have me sitting up here feeling like I got to be the assertive one. Please, please. I'm not that girl, okay? I can be very dominant. I am very alpha. I am very type one. But please just do your part. Do what you're supposed to do, okay? Just 
do your part. <laughs> just do your part. And I think, so you say you weren't really influenced by social media or media in any kind of way. But what are the ways that your circles, your girlfriends, maybe your aunts, maybe your mom, people in your life, what are some of the really unhealthy and unrealistic expectations that they've planted in your mind about what a man should and shouldn't do for you? So even though social media wasn't big for me, I'm a big reader. And anybody that knows me knows I'm a hopeless romantic, right? So I'm so used to rom-com movies. I'm used to reading rom-com books. Um, and then, of course, my mom is also a hopeless romantic. So I don't I don't even know. Like, I'm still flushing out whether some of it is unrealistic or some of it is like I just haven't found the right guy to do those things type thing, which I think is also another conversation of, like, your expectations versus, like, what do you need and what would you, like, want? you know, in a man type thing, kind of going back to what you ordered and what you got the previous episode that we had. Um, I am learning you can make all of the lists in the world and he will not have everything you want or everything you need. And even your non-negotiables, they may have three. You you have three main non-negotiables. That is typically what they say. You're supposed to have three non-negotiables and you stick to it. And what those non-negotiables are is up to you, right? But I think for me, a lot of my girlfriends are really big on like he has to be dominant, has to be able to like take charge in the room. And I want somebody who like um, has their own business and has their own car and is like really pushing forth for their dreams. And it was funny that I actually saw it in Insecure, but there's this whole scene between Issa and her guy where he's like, I thought I wanted to be the main guy running everything. I thought I wanted to be the one who created this app and was the founder of an app and was really big. And then when I got on this team and this job that I actually really loved, I realized I don't want to be the main player. I'm really good behind the scenes. And I love that. Mm. And I was like, I feel like I would love that guy as well. Like, I feel like I could respect that as well. Like, I am a person who is big on being in front but I also am a very introverted person. And I like being in behind the scenes too. So I feel like if I could find somebody who was very similar to that, I wouldn't mind that either. Like, I think going back to what I said in that first episode, it was like, I thought I wanted an alpha male. I don't want an alpha male. Mm-hmm. I am an alpha female. And I think I want a beta male. Not because I want to be in charge, but because I also need to learn how to follow right beside someone. I want to be someone's equal. And I feel like an alpha male isn't yeah. taught, let's be equal. He's taught, let me lead. I don't yeah. want somebody who wants to lead yeah. me and I follow. I want to be with somebody who wants to grow with me so that we can build together. Like yeah. there are some basic things that you already got foundationally done. And then from there, we build from there. Like I don't I don't need yeah, you to buy everything for me and I don't need you to be everything for me. I just need you to be who you are and that be enough. But I need you to be confident in who that is, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think um, dating, um, dating a student... Um, and for most of our relationship, uh, Rhea was a student and didn't work. So he, he was broke for most of our yeah. relationship. So, and I was just as broke because I also was a student for most of our relationship. Um, so dating the guy who didn't have the most money was very, very difficult. Um, it was very, very difficult to explain to my friends um, and the other women in my life that like, yeah, no, he's really into me. He just can't really do much for me <laughs> and um yeah. i don't know if it's a black woman thing or if it's a woman thing or if it's an african woman thing but like 
men are expected to do a lot for women and i'm not mad at that yeah. because i feel like for centuries we've been expected to do a lot for men so i'm not mad at that ex- expectation mm-hmm. i'm not mad at that um um prerequisite um but i i definitely feel like i struggled a lot at selling people on the idea of my relationship and not that i needed to sell anyone on it but when you are Ooh. really in love and you're young uh, you you want people to particularly the people that you love and that are in your life you want people to see your yeah. person you want them to to know that he does so much for you and he's so amazing and he's so sweet but there was also so much that i couldn't really like account for like i couldn't be like oh yeah he bought me a really nice gift because he did it <laughs> my dude was the dude who would yeah. paint me pictures and he would draw me portraits of myself and he would t- write me incredibly long love letters and he would do very sentimental stuff because he didn't have the money to do stuff he would make me things he would wash my car at 4am in the morning before i came downstairs to go to re- uh to to go to class you know he would buy me a single rose every week because those were the small things he could afford but in the world and in the context of my girlfriends who were dating men who had a lot more money than my boyfriend did i was unable to also bring to the table all this great material stuff right and i will never forget actually this is something you said and i, I i'm gonna call you out for one second okay i love you but i'm gonna call you out go right ahead go so right ahead. I'm, I'm ready for it let's go <laughs> you ready are you ready yeah, and i mean I'm it's it's stuff it. like that that seems <laughs> it's stuff like this that seems and feels like just conversation but it's stuff that like will stick in my mind particularly for someone like me who had a guy who didn't have much right so i remember talking to you it was very yeah. early on in our friendship and you were like i hear and i was explaining to you this whole idea of like dating the guy who didn't have money all that stuff and you were like i hear you <laughs> but i will never date a guy who does not have a car <laughs> i could never date a man who did not have his own car and i guess that's context as well you guys start yeah, driving when you're 16 actually. it's a lot more yep. it's a lot more um common for a 17 year old an 18 year old to have a car in your context than it is for ours you know here meanwhile if you don't I have had- the actual money to buy yourself a car that's not happening cuz it's not like yeah. our parents are sitting with old cars that they can give us. Our parents are driving the old cars. Yeah. Which <laughs> and is that's fair the only because, car. I mean in so high school, I, I was like I was definitely I think the where I was coming from because at this point like I was in college, right? I was in college you recently had graduated out of college and were at the market. Yeah, at the time, yeah. Yeah, uh, when we first started talking, I had dated the guy who didn't have a car and I was his dog on Uber service. Yeah. And I was driving us to all our dates. Yeah. And I had dated guys who didn't have cars. And because of my context, that ain't going to fly no more. Okay? It's just not going to fly. And now that I've <laughs> dated somebody, this is the other thing. is like after you date somebody and you see the standard, I think for me, I will not accept anything less than that. I, I need the stars. And I really yeah. will not accept it because now I've physically been given it. And I will not accept anything less. So if you have been a gentleman and walked on the side of the street when we walk on the street and we're in the city, right? And you've traveled with me and you've opened my car door and I always know that I'm always gonna be fed in your presence. I will not accept anything less than that because I have had what it felt like yeah. when I didn't have those things. And that's the thing about me, I'm not going back, okay? <laughs> I had it once, I'm not going back. 
Okay, I was somebody's Uber service. I'm now old enough and grown enough to pay for my car bill and most of my classmates have done so. That is what we are accepting moving forward <laughs> type thing. But again, our contexts are different, right? So there's that. But what happens if you find a dude who doesn't have a car, who's hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, and he is the sweetest man you have ever met. He loves you with everything. He sees you. He takes care of you. He, he All the things that you want. However, his life just has not gone in the direction of I'm able to own my own car. Now, contextually, that might seem super impossible for you because your context is different. But for me in my context, it is extremely yeah, possible to be 25 and not have a car. I am 25 and don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so what would happen then? Because I, I think, I think it's really important for us to mark things like what does going back mean? What does settling for less mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It depends on the person. It's important right? for us to be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the person. And I think there are some people who are like, I am never doing that. That's just not where I'm at. But I'm, yeah. I'm also interested in someone like you who has a lot more standards than the material. You don't really, or you're not the type of person to be like, he must have this, this, that materially. Yeah. You want to be held. You want to be seen. You want to be loved. So I want to know, like, I don't know if you got to that part of, of, of girlfriends. Uh, it was like in the last season oh, where Joan had it. found her you. man. <laughs> yeah. Joan had found her dude and this man did not have a house. Oh Lord. Let's, Let's forget the context that. because remember the context was that he was building a house or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, forget yeah. the context. His apartment was real yeah. wrecked. It For was, it was in the middle of the, who the yeah. get to? Like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm interested to find out like what would happen because that's a reality and that's a possibility as well yeah, yeah. to find somebody who, who takes every other box, but maybe financially he's crippling a little bit, mm. doesn't have a car. Okay. What happens then? So I think for me, and I've thought about this, right? So I've really thought about this and I have at one point dated a guy who didn't have a car. He had moved in the state with, moved in with his best friend to help them with their newborn. So he didn't have a car, wasn't living in his own place. Right. And I just thought he was the sweetest guy. Like he just would listen to me talk for hours and it was the sweetest thing. And you know what actually messed up our relationship? A, he was inconsistent for a minute there and that's what actually turned me off. But it was my mom and my aunt, speaking of family members, who both were mm. like, oh, he doesn't even have a degree. Sis, you have, you're mm. about to finish with two. Like they really started mm. like getting in my head. So when I say I am yeah. very similar and I, you didn't say the word approval, but for me, to some degree, like I have learned that I have, and I'm learning, I guess I should say, I'm actively learning that my mother and my aunt and my family and my cousins and my best friends are not the approval of my life. Okay. They are not the omnius beings Absolutely. who have to say whether things are good or bad. And there are certain friends that I know I can go mm. to that I say, you're not going to care what I say uh, about the decisions that I make. You just want me to be happy. And then there are other friends who I, I mean, I'm also a very, I'm a very open person, but anyone who knows me and loves me knows that even though Naya is very opinionated, she don't give a flying frick 
what you do with your life as long as you are safe and healthy. So I'm going to talk all types of shit, but you got to have tough skin with me because at the end of the day, I, I don't care. But I'm going to still tell you that nigga ain't shit. Yeah. But also, if you want to be with him, yeah. I'm going to be right there. I'm going to just still be like, he ain't shit. Like, it's not going to change. Just know who me for who I am yeah. type thing. So I have to recognize that if that's how I am, and those are probably the people that I grew up around and the people that I attract, I, I have to recognize that that's just, that's just my group. But what I have to do is recognize their opinions do not play into what I need and what I love. Now, going back to the basics, if this Negro does not have a car and is still living with his mom, but gives me everything <laughs> else that I like, we are talking for hours, y'all. Like we're not getting off the phone. He is yes, asking me questions yes. about what I want, what I need, what I dream yes. about, my fears, my hopes and desires. I may be marrying that man. I don't care. <laughs> okay, we we might be going. We will be building the the business plan together. Okay, I am that yes. girl. Okay, I will work with you yeah. till the day you die. Like I am so loyal i'm a libra y'all that's one thing you're gonna get us as flirts but we are loyal to the day we die okay so if i really yeah, like you yeah. and i'm riding for you man it, that's this is the problem y'all when i start liking dudes it's real bad for me to be like uh-uh you gotta go you gotta go <laughs> because yeah. it takes a lot for me to like somebody and at that point i have seen all of the beautiful ugly masterpiece that you are and i'm still like oh you got some cracks you you got some you need help you need some for real yeah. help but you know what we can work on it together i can help you we can help yeah. each other because you're gonna show me what i need and i'm gonna show you what you need and we just gonna make it happen so i feel like that's easy financial stuff i got you all day i can budget your life together boo like that's easy now when you yeah. start talking about emotional tissue and scars and that that's stuff. the stuff that's harder to fix that's, that's the stuff I can't that's do harder that. to accept i can't do that yeah i'm learning yeah. i am not a fixer in that regard material yeah. is easy for me and i just wish i just wish that women in our lives and women on on you know who who on social media platforms and women who speak into our relationships and influence whether they approve or not yeah i just wish they understood and 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 also emphasized that you know the physical stuff that's nothing, nothing you know man. he he doesn't have a car that's 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 nothing he's broke right now that's nothing Wait, he can't read can your turn mind around in a second <laughs> he can't read your <laughs> mind he doesn't know when you're you joking your 24 7 <laughs> oh my gosh he's actually human like <laughs> yeah yeah i wish they taught us more that it's the emotional stuff that's harder to fix and harder to get around yeah. and harder to accept um, that when he doesn't respect you, he's never going to respect you. Yeah. That when he doesn't listen to you, that's never going to change. And that's not worth a thousand Louis Vuitton bags. No. And I think that brings us to our last um, talking point, which is, you know, how you temper down your expectations of a partner when you're dating and how you temper down the expectations of the world as well and the things that said women in your life who you love and value their opinions. But sometimes yeah. they have some pretty problematic opinions. How do you regulate that? And you touched on it by saying that you had to realize that their standard of approval or whether they approve or not should not be, you know, the thing My that standard. makes you make decisions in your own life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was having to look at my relationship in isolation. Me having to say, am I happy with this guy? Does he make me laugh? Does he respect me? Does he see me? Yeah. Does he consider me? Does he do what he can when he has the money? That's another thing. It's like, 
I couldn't be with somebody who's stingy. I couldn't be with somebody who, when they get their four rand, they don't want to give me a rand of that money. They don't want to spend a rand taking me to get an ice cream cone at McDonald's. It was never about how much he had, but how much he was willing to give, how much he was willing to share. Because I am a sharer. I share my last 20 rand. I'll share my last 50 if I have a 50 bucks and we are hungry, best believe that's going to be the best 50 rand we've ever spent because we're going to go to McDonald's, we're going to have a McFlurry, we're going to have two Happy Meals and we're going to have a picnic under the stars because I'm going to stretch that money and make sure we make an experience out of it. And so I had to consider those things. I had to say, who are the people <laughs> speaking into my life? Who are these people? Are they anywhere that I want to be in life? Yeah. Do they have the relationships that I want in my life? Consider the source. Where did I see Ooh. that? Somebody told me. Consider the source. Yeah. Who is speaking into your life? Who is saying, oh, girl, he doesn't have a car? <laughs> you better leave him because he, 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 if he doesn't have a car, then what can he do for you? Who is saying that? Yeah. The girl in res who's dating a married man? Yeah. The girl in res who's doesn't know what love is and is really reacting and dating every other person in the world because they are acting out of hurt and heartbreak and the cycle of toxicity. That's not who I want to be like. I pray for your healing and I hope that, you know, you, you find the pieces of yourself. But let's consider the sources, guys. Even on yeah. social media, you don't know these women who are tweeting things like, my love language is not needing to ask. Don't let those people influence the way that you live your life. You don't know how they're keeping their lights on. You don't know who they're sleeping next to. You don't know the things that they do to be able to make ends meet. You don't know the pain on the outside of that Range Rover, of that Louis Vuitton bag, of that wig. You don't know the tears she cries to be able to do that. Yeah. Guys, don't ever. Like, it's something I'm, I'm teaching myself because it's something I struggle with because I love social media. I'm teaching myself to not crave somebody else's life not their life not a nail on their finger not a wig on their head not their pedicure not their sandals i don't want anything that somebody else has because i have no idea what they had to do to get that thing and even yeah. if it wasn't something like dodgy or illegal i don't know the hard work that goes behind that louis vuitton bag I don't know if I have to sacrifice my sleep and sacrifice every single person in my life to be able to get to the place where I'm making that kind of money. So I just think social media is a dangerous game when we don't think to consider the source. We don't know each other like that. And social media can breed this space of familiarity. We think we know each yeah. other. We think we can speak, you know, life and death into each other's lives with just 140 characters. Just 140 characters Which, I mean, can change the way you perceive your relationship and who you are sleeping next to. So I had to take a moment to step back and say, yo, no, this man can't buy me a new iPhone, but <laughs> he will hold me as I cry myself to sleep. And before I wake up in the morning, I'm going to feel 10 times better because he's made me laugh. And, and, and nothing else can give me that. So... That's, that's how I've had to teach myself to temper it down. Yeah, I agree. I, I literally was going to hit on the fact that consider the source. That is always what I say to anyone. It's like, I love my family and I love my friends. 
but it's because I'm their family and friends that I can look and say, actually, I didn't really like the previous relationship that I saw you in. And what's funny is my roommate sent me a TikTok and TikTok is what gets me in trouble. Okay. Instagram, my Instagram <laughs> is curated to like natural hair beauty and all this other stuff. My TikTok is like relationship one-on-one. That, that really does beat me down. I will say that is my social media that I'm like, literally i felt guilt tripped into the fact of being excited when a guy texts me how i'm doing like apparently that's the bare minimum and yes it is however Mm. do you know how often i don't get asked how you doing without some Mm. some attribute of my physical appearance how you doing beautiful uh what was your day Mm. honestly i get i understand the compliments y'all but there's something very derogatory for me personally when i get from a guy like anything to do with my physical appearance like can can we Mm. save that for another time when you don't know me don't do it when you know me yeah and when it's very clear that that is where we're headed then do it then then by all means please proceed with all of the compliments all of the flirtatiousness all of that if you don't know me please get Mm. to know me first and then you can do it that's just FYA for all the guys out there who may possibly be trying to get with me please Save yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, and please save me the trouble. Uh, but I think for me, it's same. It's like, check the source. Also, not everybody's relationship is the one I want to be in. Okay? Ace. There are some amazing men out there. We are both heterosexual, cisgender females, right? So there are some amazing men out there. And men as a whole, as a group, as a species, y'all trash. Y'all know y'all trash. Your friends, y'all know they trash too, okay? But some of y'all is a little less trash than the others, okay? Because on your Mm -hmm. bad days, y'all can be just as nasty, just as nasty. Mm -hmm. But uh, there are some good days, right? And I think for me is what I'm realizing is even even in my expectations with the people that I've dated, right? I just need someone consistent. So can I get Mm. the good times, a lot more than the bad you know like i get that there's nothing is all bad or nothing is all good but i just need more of those good things that i need more of those gentleman attributes more of you rubbing my back when i need to be consoled more of you wanting to know how my day is consistently giving a damn like i know that sounds so simple and so raw and so like well damn now who you been no y'all don't understand (laughs) consistently giving a damn about someone else besides yourself will save you so much headache. I won't have to nag. I won't have to point Mm. anything out. I won't even have to leave you and you be wondering, dang, what did I do wrong? I'm going to save you head trouble, my dude. Just consistently give a damn, okay? If you're asking me how am I doing and it's like a secondhand thought, I'm going to see it's a secondhand thought. And oh, you just happen to remember because I asked you how your day was and you don't want to look like a jackass. That's okay. But do that with somebody else, not with me. Don't do that with me. (laughs) Okay? I'm too smart. I'm just way too smart for that. So that is me. I I have to temper my own expectations based off of consistency and what your actions are showing me versus what your words are showing me. And I'm I'm still learning myself, right? I am younger than Tuli, so I still have a lot less experience here. I mean, she's got three years on me that she's had more experience, plus having been in a relationship for that long, right? So I... Three years is so many years. It's, you know it's really I was, not... When I was three? 
I was eating my own yogurt with my own hands, okay? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's nothing when you really think about it. But think about all the things that have happened in the last three years and who you were from 22 to now. Like, I have to consider yeah, that when the majority yeah. of my friends are your age or maybe even older, you know? Like, y'all are giving yeah. me, that's the other thing. Y'all are giving me advice from your standpoint. I haven't lived that long. So I don't know yet, okay? So I don't know. That's the other thing I've had to temper is realize I can only do, I cannot be mad at myself for the choices that I made yesterday. I only knew what I knew at that moment. And so therefore that's all I could do. I couldn't do better. I couldn't do worse. That is what I could do. Now today I have the choice to do better. But even still, Mm. I can only deal with what 22-year-old Naya knows. I can't be like, 25-year-old me is going to be looking at me like, you're such a fun funk dumb what the heck what are you doing you know like what in the world mm. i can't think about her yet because i'm not her i don't i don't know what she doing yeah so you know yeah. that's something to consider no defos i definitely hear you um yeah man it, it's just so important to be able to 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 temper your your expectations down um because life is life yeah okay and uh, you have all these non-negotiables like i said but like i mean i would say it's definitely possible to find someone who who is not like breaching into the non-negotiables. It's definitely yeah. possible. But I also think leave room for he might not be the richest guy. He might not be the most good looking guy. He might not be the tallest guy. He might not be yeah. the guy with nice toes. Whatever it is, there is going to be something that doesn't meet an expectation of social media or your mom and your aunts and your best friends. No, you're not getting gifts every other say, week, yo. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us are not getting gifts every <laughs> other day. The gift was good morning, um, babe. There you go. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> and also just be aware that, guys, we only post the best parts of ourselves on social media. Yeah. We only post the best moments of ourselves on social media. It's a highlight reel. So don't think that social media is real and that it is people's entire lives. It is just a portion of it. Mm. So that's what I would say. Look at your relationship in isolation. Count the good things. And uh, man, I hope for your sake that you have more of the good times than the bad times, like I said. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's it for me. That's it for That us. is my two cents on the matter. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we're going to park it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten to this point, you are amazing. I find that our episodes are getting longer and longer. We started out at 35 minutes. Now we're like, we don't care. <laughs> now we're like, you we're need to be talk. talking for a whole hour and y'all are going to listen. We're so sorry. <laughs> but also many of you wanted this, so don't complain because you got what you wanted. And uh, enjoy. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening once again. Follow us on our social media pages. We are on Instagram at much underscore podcast. On Twitter, we are Rant Much Podcast. And yeah, interact with us. Interact with our question of the week. And uh, let's chat more about this on social media, guys. Have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye.